0: You're
1: doing
2: the- it, <sighs> and welcome to the Court of Three Podcast. This is your host Spencer Love, and I get to do this podcast with my lovely wife Lisa, who has just returned from the beach, and she's looking forward to her next beach adventure. And, Lisa, what we got today?
0: Well, we have a friend of ours that is going to be our guest on today's podcast, Angie Sanders. And um, I'll tell you a little bit more about that when we start the programming, but she is here to specifically talk to us about her journey with running. and She
2: just ran the Boston most Marathon. recently, yeah. yes,
0: the Boston Marathon in April. That's
2: mm-hmm. awesome. Well, before we get into that part of our conversation today, I got a little icebreaker question for us. Oh, yes. Since we love music, all right? We do. Since we do love the music piece, Mm -hmm. here's the question of the day. Question is, if your life had a theme song from the 80s (laughs) and the 90s, what would it be?
0: Well, and you picked 80s and 90s probably because that's when we were growing up. Well, yeah, that's when we were
2: growing up. Yeah, and that was the best that was the best decades, music. Decades, huh? Absolutely,
0: Duh. <laughs> absolutely. All you, you young people think y'all have good music. I don't Lisa. know. Liz, Lizzie had <clears> stuff <throat> playing today, and it was like this techno, and it just says the same thing over and over. But I don't know. Where's all the guitar solos and the drum solos and the?
2: Yeah, you were the oh. Poison. Oh yes, Death Leopard. Hair Bands. big hair bands head banging head yes. banging mm-hmm. me i was everything from run dmc to mc hammer to the beastie oh, boys, yes. Beastie boys. Yes. Yes. yes yes to the beastie boys uh-huh. um let's see I, we would pull out the cardboard and the big boom box and we would set to it break up dance. to do break dancing that's what we would do wow we would do break dancing in the middle of a cul-de-sac
0: i wonder if you could do that now honey be doing some breakdancing? Yeah.
2: Oh, heck! Yeah, I could do some breakdancing. <laughs> oh do a little backspin.
0: Oh, oh I can do it. I can see an injury coming on,
2: people. No, 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 back no. Back. I've I've been we working out for a year could.
0: now, but that doesn't mean you can break dance. I'm not even sure you could break dance back in the
2: eighties. I could break dance. Okay. If you I could, say so. I can do the worm in your parachute pants. pants. I
0: in your pants. parachute pants. I can,
2: yes, in my parachute pants. <laughs> Absolutely. So speaking of parachute pants, oh no, I'll just go ahead and start it off. Okay. For the yeah, for the song? For the song.
0: Okay, you start.
2: This is the theme song mm-hmm. for your life.
0: Okay, but this is for you. This your is life. for me. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay, go ahead. Are you ready? We're ready. You ready? Are you sure? Yes, this is going to be good. Yeah. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Here we go.
0: Too legit. Too legit
2: to yep, that's right. That's a good Too one. Too legit. Too <laughs> legit to quit. Mm hmm. That's mine right there, little MC Hammer. I'll get MC you that Hammer. on a t-shirt, honey. Oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Do, uh, can goodness. So, on that t-shirt, can you make sure mm-hmm. that it has MC Hammer on one side with this gold parachute pants? Uh-huh. That would be awesome.
0: Wow. You're not wearing that in public with me, though.
2: <laughs> oh, I would definitely wear that in public. No. Okay. okay, that was good. Yep.
0: Okay, that was good. Okay. Mine's good, too.
2: What is your worst? Well... Oh, oh,
0: sorry. Hang on, that was a teaser, okay. teaser. Um, Mine, and anybody that knows me Will um, definitely agree with this choice of my life theme song Definitely It's from Sammy Hagar I Can't Drive 59.
2: There you go
0: Drive fifty
2: five <laughs> Just can't
0: do it. I just can't. I can't. Can you hold it? I can't. I can't drop fifty five. She really
2: can't drive fifty five. Of course now a day's. Well now I am have...
0: I'm, I'm I'm being driven around. You're
2: being a yeah.
0: I, I'm like Miss Daisy <laughs> in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie's driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Lizzie's driving mistakes. And and
2: Lizzie can't drive 55. I'm not sitting in the back,
0: though. I'm just driving. I'm sitting in the front. Lizzie
2: can't drive 55 either.
0: Uh Uh, She said, she told me today, she said, Mom, I inherited road rage from you. I said, you can't (laughs) inherit road rage from someone. Bless her. I know. I'm sorry. I did. I said, you got to work on it, too, like I work on it. Okay, it's Angie's turn. turn. Uh oh. Yes, Angie's okay. theme song for your life.
3: All right, this is was, was really hard to narrow it down. It is hard. So, yes. So um, there are a number that I could choose, number of songs. That's close. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm, get, get I'm getting used closest. to this, y'all. Yeah, I've never done is. this before. So um, I would say right now, by Van Halen. Yes!
2: Oh, that's a good one. So let's, play that let's one. just let's just get it to, because it's got like a long instrumental thing. It's here. so good, though. Yeah. I know it's good, but I think it's just, like just right?
3: take, everybody Just should take should it in. Just take it in. This is my
2: running Yes. Yeah, here it is.
3: Here we go. It's so-
2: That's a good one. That's a good running song right there. Great.
1: That would be, my it. Playlist.
2: yeah. You could like grab that one on repeat in your ears. That's pretty. Good, good. Ca-
3: it's good. It's got a good got cadence right. too, so uh-huh. it's worked. On I my like steps, that. Yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah, the cadence I can definitely see where that would be incredibly mm-hmm. helpful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So now that we've had our little icebreaker mm-hmm. question, little theme music for the '80s and '90s, Lisa. This is your friend Angie. Yes. Our friend. Yes. Angie.
0: It is our friend. Um, Angie works um, here at Westminster Christian Academy, and she is an art teacher, uh, a very great art teacher uh, for our lower school children, and they love when they have art as their special for that day. She is super talented with her gifts. Um, that God has given her in the realm of art and creativity. And I love that our kids get to benefit from that, uh, as she teaches them, uh, some of what she knows and challenges them and encourages them with their creativity. She also helps coach. She has been, um, in soccer the last several years with varsity and middle school girls soccer. The girls love her. Uh, she helps with strength and conditioning in the sports and is just a great uh, cheerleader to come alongside the girls, a great mentor, discipler, uh, which is what we're about here at our school. But Angie's just a great friend as well. I have been able to teach her son, Elliot, and then I've had <coughs> Hazel on the soccer team that I've been able to coach. And um, it's just, it's just, truly a pleasure to call her a friend and we invited her and told her after she ran the Boston Marathon that we really wanted her to come on the podcast and just share about fitness and running uh, because that's something uh, we believe in as well as a family and um, we are just so proud of that accomplishment that she set her sights on this and represented um, you know, our school had a send-off for her that was super sweet. <laughs> super sweet. I think we caught her off
3: guard. Yeah, I was <laughs> shocked. I had no idea. Yeah. It was super uh, sweet. The
0: kids made a, a banner and signed it, and we had a prayer for her before she left uh, when she was leaving for her flight that weekend. Um, but we just really want to dive in that today and just hear her story and what God has taught her Um through this uh, experience but first we just want you to share a little bit about yourself so tell us where you're from you can share as much as you want uh about that we we do want to hear about your family so uh, about ben and the
3: kids so you just take it away angie Okay, um, I'm from Macon, Georgia. Macon, Mekonga, as some people say. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> never oh my heard goodness. of Maconga. That's um, awesome. That is good. South. I've never heard it put that way. South away. Georgia. Yeah. Um, um, below the Nat Line. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Went to Mountain Cells Academy in Macon. Um, I then came to University of Georgia. Majored yeah, in exercise dogs. and sports science. When did you graduate? In high school? No, college. Oh, college. Uh, two, well, let's see, 90, 97. 97 oh, we graduated in right? 95. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, 97. You would degree, have had some your exercise was in classes. Exercise and sports science. science, yeah. My, my first was, my first degree. That was <laughs> not a, my degree. I was on the degree? business campus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: how did you was, go from exercise, sports science to art?
3: Well, I, Ben and I got married in 98 and in coming out of high school, like uh-huh. in high school, I, I wanted to be an artist and oh. I was an artist, but I wanted to pursue my art Yeah, and it just wasn't like encouraged. And, you know, my parents thought I'd be a starving artist. And, yes. uh, um, mm-hmm. and so I, um, chose, I, I love exercise too. And I love science. So, hmm. um, I went into exercise science thinking I would be like an um, athletic trainer. Trainers. I was a uh-huh. I was a trainer, a uh-huh. student trainer at Georgia for a oh. year or so, um, and then um, graduated with that degree. Um, ben and I got married in '98, and then I just always had the urge, that creative mm-hmm. urge, um, to to you know do artistic things and. Um, you know talked to Ben about well, what would you think if I tried one art class and just see in yeah. at Georgia and so I he, he let me go back and I did wow. and I loved it it was a drawing class and oh. I thought oh this is this is where I you, you know, found the sweet spot exactly uh-huh. yeah so um oh. then um went into the grad well try uh, went into the graphic design program you have to um hmm. turn in your portfolio and be accepted mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. so did that graduated with that degree in 2002 whoa yeah well, was that so, a separate so you have to yeah, two undergraduates. Undergraduates. yeah two undergraduate yeah okay. two undergrad they didn't have a I'm graduate impressed. um program at the time i think huh. they do now. but anyway that's so awesome. yeah so there's that's wow. that story i didn't um, know that yeah <laughs> so that's how i got into art so okay that's awesome two separate ends of the spectrum um Man,
2: anyway, yeah, that's really cool.
3: Oh, that's neat. Thanks. Um, okay, so once you else. came to Georgia, you stayed here. Yes. Okay. Because Ben got a job here. He's a horticulturist. Mm-hmm. So right out of school, he um, he didn't switch majors <laughs> or go back. He stayed with his his major and <laughs> he has stuck with it. He he stuck with doing, it. Okay. Yep. So he got a job um, at a tree farm, and so we stayed here. Okay. Yeah. So we've been here ever since. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool
2: Where's Ben from?
3: He's from Byron, Georgia Yeah, South Georgia South right below Macon so yeah. Yeah, yeah South Georgia Yeah
0: Yeah
2: That's cool So y'all got married in 98 Mm-hmm So y'all are okay. going on 24 years A little behind mm-hmm. us, yeah 24 little, yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah When's y'all's anniversary?
3: July 18th Oh, it's coming up Yeah Yeah, yeah. Nice Yeah
2: That's good well, Okay, tell about early. your kids Yeah
3: um, we Have four kids. Our oldest, Peyton, just graduated, and Henry, how that feel? That was it's exciting. It feels mm. it feels proper. Yeah. Like it's the right thing. Yeah. You know, it's good timing, and it's just how it's supposed to be. So mm-hmm. we're excited for him, and he's going to UGA, and um, so good. he's following in our footsteps, and gonna yeah. be a dog. Um, Go dogs! Go dogs! Yeah. Um, so he'll be right down the road. Um, Henry's a junior. Hazel is a freshman. Mm-hmm. And Elliot is a fifth grader. Mm. So last year in lower school. In lower school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So. Hmm.
2: So how, how did you and Ben meet?
3: Um, we had a mutual friend. So um, a girl that was in Ben's class um, down at Peach County High um played softball with me summer softball and she said hey i have you know a friend you know she's kind of set us up and we um he came out to one of our softball practices which is if you know ben like that was a big deal That's for big him to deal. actually do that yeah. did he have
2: on his introvert shirt
3: <laughs> no you didn't i think he had on a peach county high t-shirt oh, i remember okay. yeah wow. yeah um so we just kind of started talking, talking. that way, yeah. Um, dated for a little while. Our our story's not l- really linear as much as it is a zigzag. Uh huh. Um, but so yeah, we haven't didn't date from you know that point until the time we got married. So we had a few on and off, uh, yeah, hiccups, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. oh yeah, but we're here now and it's great. So
1: yay,
2: that's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that a little bit. Mm-hmm. The reason I brought up that introvert shirt was because the last time we were all together. We were together group, at dinner, yes. Mm-hmm. I looked and at Ben's shirt, and, and it just says introvert. Really <laughs> tiny. Like really tiny. Yeah.
3: You got that know. shirt for him, didn't you, Angie? Well, I, I designed it, actually. You made it. <laughs> That's That's how, It's called inconspicuous introvert. That's the name of the shirt. Yeah. Oh, inconspicuous.
0: Right. See, it was tiny. It mm-hmm. not look yes. at me much. Yeah, was, right.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I was, when I saw that, I, it, it, <laughs> really, perfect. it made me laugh. <laughs> it made me laugh. It was great. <laughs> All right. So you just ran the Boston Marathon.
3: Yes. You did that in April, right? I did. April 18th.
2: April 18th. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And so let's just back up before we get to that. I, I, I heard about the, you know, You studied exercise science and Mm -hmm. physiology and stuff. How did you get into running? Have you always been a runner?
3: Um, No, I've always enjoyed sports, Mm -hmm. any kind of sport, Mm -hmm. any type of athletics. Um, And I would run, like in high school, um, run just as much as the sport required. Yes. No no long distance or anything. So just probably just sprints because I mainly played softball. um, Uh Uh-huh. And then in college, I started running a little more for fitness, but maybe a mile at a time. You know, I don't remember thinking, wow, I I just ran four laps around the track. Yeah. (laughs) This is a a lot, which, I mean, it is, you know, it depends on where you are um, in your fitness. But, um, and then, let's see, so I did that, and then Ben and I got married, and I... The place I worked, I met a lady who became a really good friend, and she was a runner, and mm-hmm. she invited me to run with her, and okay. she was running three miles at the time, and I was like, oh, I could never do that, <laughs> um, but she talked me into, you know, working on going farther, and I did, and um, then, let's see, so, and then at church, I met um, a lady, her name's, De- y'all may know her, Dale Tingle, a really good friend of mine, I don't um but she um Ben actually taught her son uh-huh. in Sunday school. So she found uh-huh. out I was a runner and she was running and so she invited me to run with her and we would do um local five Ks. Okay. Ben Ben did them too and her husband Steve. Yeah. And yeah. um they actually helped start the school. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. okay, Dale and Steve. Dale and Steve. Yeah. Yes. Steve. yeah. They're that. great. Yes. Um, so she was just encourage wow. encouragement encouragement to me in my running Ooh. and my walk with Christ yeah. and just yeah she's just awesome. But um, so started out with five Ks and then we graduated to um, the Thanksgiving Day half marathon in Atlanta. We, nice. I think the first oh. one was in two thousand. Mhm. Um, did that and then I think Dell said, "Hey, let's mm-hmm. do a marathon." <laughs> And I was like, no way. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be uh-huh. able to do twice what I just did but in a half, just a half marathon. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, and I was, there, there's no way I can do which I hear so many people say that now. And I want to say, yes, you can do it. it you can amaz- do it amazing what yeah. the human body can do? Yeah. yeah. It really yeah, is. It can adapt. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you just have to train. And train. train it, yeah. Right,
0: what you can do with your
3: training, mm-hmm. preparation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she talked me into it. So the first talk talk me into a marathon, um, and our first one was in two thousand two, okay, St. Jude's Marathon in Memphis. Ooh. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. <laughs> wow, it's tough. I mean, but you remember your time? that was your first marathon. You
2: remember your time with that yeah, one? Yeah,
3: I think it was four fifteen thirty. Okay, um, I got blisters all over my Ooh. feet. Um, uh I think during every I've run nine marathons and I think during nine. every marathon I've said this okay. is I mean, <laughs> I can't say everything I've said, but this is awful. Why am I doing Why this? Doing this? <laughs> guys, what was how I many? thinking? Nine. Mm-hmm. So nine the funny marathons. thing about running a marathon is yeah. you can think that during your race and then mm-hmm. almost as soon as you finish is across the finish line. For me anyway. I'm like, oh, that was amazing! I've got to do that again. Mm. So, wow. Um, for with that race, um, in Memphis, uh-huh. um, we finished on a baseball field. So we went oh. and and I love baseball. Like that's uh-huh. I, I love I played softball growing up. Love baseball. My family was a sports family. Uh-huh. We watched the Braves and the Falcons yes. and. We played all kinds of sports and watched um, sports, but um, so anyway, we finished. The finish line was in a baseball stadium. Whatever their minor you ran league ran into the uh-huh. you, you you entered the gate or the fence in the outfield and you ran around the warning track, oh. and they called your name. <laughs> oh my the goodness!
0: Speakers, that is cool. And
3: um, so I don't know what their minor league team is in Memphis, but it was it was uh-huh. that stadium. And so, huh. I mean, that was just so exciting to to finish in that way. Mm-hmm. It was really cool, and um, it was memorable. And um, anyway, so I was like, up up until the finish line, or maybe up until the right, like, stadium, saying, I was uh, like, I will never ever do this again. And then, of course, I finished. And I was like, wow. that was awesome. I've got to experience that again. So, and nine different marathons mm-hmm. in how many different states? Uh, Let's see, so that was Memphis, and then the next one was uh, Rocket City in Alabama, Alabama. and then Atlanta, which Mm -hmm. was their inaugural um, Atlanta Marathon, Mm -hmm. um, where the funny thing is, it's not funny, but they ran out of Gatorade. It was awful. Um, um, I walked a good bit of that one, because that was also a half marathon, and so they didn't they ran out of Gatorade all the half marathoners I think oh. anyway they just didn't plan well they did yeah Somebody so I just on that. ran to finish like yes. I was like I've gotten to get this I've over been, with yes. it was Atlanta it was hot. hot I think it's in March but anyway mm. so that was the um third one and then fourth one um I think was in Virginia Oh, you have gone. So those first three I was just trying to break four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the first right. one I was just trying to finish. Right. Like that was my right. goal, just yep. to finish. I had no idea what I could do. Yep. Right. Now Dale always told me, she's like, You could qualify for Boston. And I was like, there is no way I could ever, ever do that. Uh, uh, but I mean, you know, look at where I am now. It's amazing. Yes. But um so she was she was right. Uh, she's a good friend. Yes. Um but so, What have you gotta do
2: to qualify? so let me tell so, time out. Okay. So, to qualify for Boston Marathon, you've got to have what? Well, it depends
3: on your age and gender. So, mm-hmm. you have a quali- you know qualifying mm-hmm. time for each um, age and gender. Um, okay. So, like for... Female me, age group. Female, have, yeah. So, okay. fe- and it's broken down into five years. So, like female 30 to 35, or wait, is that right? 30 to 35, 30 34, and then 35 to 39. Anyway, so... I was had I was shooting for the forty five to forty nine, mm-hmm. and so that was a three fifty. Okay, I had to get mm-hmm. um, under three fifty to qualify, but that doesn't automatically put you in the race. Right. Um, it used to be if you had a qualifying time, I think it was a lottery, so everyone qualified and had a chance to be in the uh-huh. race. Okay, but now what is it? Um, you. Um, with, if you have a qualifying time, it's the fastest people within that group who get in first. So um, you want a so they a bigger just go cushion. straight down. Yeah, you yes. want a bigger cushion. Like if you're yeah. ten minutes under, then you're you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Um, so I had a I did a I ran excuse me I ran a three forty two eighteen, which was wow. A, a pretty good cushion mm-hmm. except it was the okay, so that was twenty nineteen and then COVID okay. hit twenty twenty. Uh-huh. Yes. So Boston twenty twenty didn't right. happen. Right. I would have easily gotten in with that cushion. Yes. Uh-huh. But the next Boston was included all the people for all those years. Oh. So even the, though it didn't take place. Right. Yeah. They they opened up yeah. the, they made the window bigger. Yeah. And so um, they, mm-hmm. the qualifying time you had to have was a lot faster than mm-hmm. you normally would have to have. And so I missed it by five seconds. Oh. <laughs> I missed um, the 2021 20, Boston oh by five six. seconds. Ouch. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty was that it hard? Heartbreaking. Yeah. 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 I might have cried a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I cried a little bit. Um, yeah, but then I realized, you know, in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And
0: there are certain races that you're having, that they use as us, these qualifiers.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah. So it has to okay. be a Boston qualifier. Um, now I did, so I missed it by five seconds, but I think a, a month or so later I got an email saying, okay, well, you're so close. You can... Uh-huh. You can run in Boston. You're in if you want to be in. If you but want to. but by that time, the training window was so short, and my buddies hadn't gotten in. And so, can you hear So, me? you
0: just made the decision? I
3: just decided not to do it. Okay. And they had also okay. switched from an April race to a fall race. So, okay. I'm trying to remember because COVID was because still of COVID, running rampant. Because of COVID, they pushed it, yes. it to the fall. Okay. Um, anyway, so then, um, registration opened up again for 2022. Mm -hmm. I still, my, my time still qualified me to run in that race. Well, yeah. Still qualified me to run in register for that race. And then I, yeah, I got in for this April. So So when did you,
2: where, and when did you run that?
3: Qualifying race? Um, that was Savannah. Okay. In 2019, November of 2019. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: That would have been a flat course. Yeah, it was. It was pretty Some, flat. Somewhat. It was
3: a great. It's a great course. Like a good run. Yeah, it's a rock and roll with a rock and roll series. So a lot of. i A lot of bands yes, along bands the way. play as you run by. Oh, that would I've be awesome. That. Yeah, it was. Still wouldn't. It want was to a run great Twenty-six point two <laughs> miles. But.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I walk get it. to that next band. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Man. So nine, marathons in twenty years.
3: Oh god. 20 years I didn't think about it like that. Has like it that. Been? Well, Was that
2: yeah, you, said? you well, ran your first okay. one in twenty-two. I mean, in two thousand two, so twenty the years. And country you've seen the sea. I mean,
0: That's I know you're true. running, but yeah, different places you've seen. Just with the experience. And mm-hmm. what's cool
2: about this is that it started with one person yeah. speaking into your life mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, you can do you this." Can do this. Yeah. Now,
3: did she? Has she ever run it? And, she oh yep. yeah she's yep. run she's run Boston twice hmm. um, or wow. she's qualified twice I think she ran it once and second when she was injured oh. so she couldn't okay. do that wow um, yeah so
0: that's neat yeah right her her encouragement to you mm-hmm. you know really spurred you on yeah
2: so how long ago was it because this kind of goes back to that one of the questions that you know when you <laughs> set your sights on the Boston Marathon. So, yes. when was it that Dale said, you can do the Boston? you remember? Uh, that was
3: probably bef- probably before the first one we did. Mm. I, wow. I'm guessing. Mm. But I was said, there's no way. Right. You I just know, didn't I, believe. No. And then it wasn't until um, the last uh, – well, it, Dale got injured, and then so I ended up – I'm running with, like, another group uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. And so – And they were all shooting for Boston. Okay, and so a common goal with this running, exactly. So that's at that point, I was like, "Well, I'll I'll try it." And so, and I ran. um, Let's see, I'm trying to remember. Kiowa Marathon Mm -hmm. in 2018, and missed it by a couple of minutes. Missed qualifying by a couple of minutes. And then Tomoka Marathon in Florida in 2019, and I felt, in that one, Uh that was the first one where I thought I could actually have done, I could have qualified, because I felt really good good. up until about mile 22, and then Mm -hmm. just, of course, I've never, you know, every marathon, you get to a point where you don't feel, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't feel great. Oh, I would believe that. But, um... I felt strong in that one and then so after that race I was like I've got to change something with my training plan Hmm. Uh I need my body needs more distance more volume more you know so I looked Uh at marathon training plans I had been doing one called the Furman plan that's a um, three day a week plan um, and just one long run and so I did some research and looked for a plan that just had more, more mileage. Cause I think I thought that, I think that's what my body needs. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: like at one time, like,
3: or just overall day of a
0: long run or I
3: think just weekly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, consistently, consistently, right. Maybe not as much speed work, not as much tempo work. Okay. Um, because I think I'm, I'm not super fast, but I think I'm built more for speed than I am for distance. So I felt like I needed to train my body okay. for more distance. Yeah. So anyway, I found a plan, the MacMillan plan, and trained with that. And I think it made a huge difference. I qualified, and I had a like seven or eight minute PR personal record. So wow. yeah, it, That's it made cool. a huge difference. plus. Fueling a difference. fueling is huge. Yes. Um, I. Fueled more consistently. Um,
2: what was your regimen there on fueling?
3: So, I would always try to fuel about every six miles. Okay. And I use, like, sport beans. Yeah. Have you ever heard of those? Oh, yeah. Sport beans. Yeah. Yeah, y'all know those oh, from yeah. soccer. Oh, yeah. Um, but, and then Gatorade blocks. I don't like the gels. and Gatorade blocks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, like, shot blocks, but they're small. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so those... And I would alternate water and Gatorade but I wasn't eating a whole lot each time I fueled mm-hmm. so I realized before Savannah I need like to take the entire pack every six miles so I had it written on my hand in sharpie yeah. because after a while I, you, if you don't fuel right you get a little loopy when yes. you're running and so you can't really Remember. think Yeah. Cognitively. like what mile did I say I exactly. was gonna so you get a little loopy um, but I, every six miles, I ate a whole pack of the beans, and I stayed pretty clear. My mind did the entire race, and um, yeah, and it just everything came together that day. It was like the Lord blessed me yeah. that day, and
2: it is, It's it's really amazing how um, if if you don't fuel your body correctly, mm-hmm. how things begin to change. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm no marathon runner. Um, I attempted to do a half marathon and (laughs) and I think I told you earlier the amount of time that it took me to finish the half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. That's the time that you completed the, (laughs) actually you did your marathons a lot faster, um, you know, in the sub four hours. But, um, but still though, the, if you don't fuel correctly, right. I mean, things will shut down.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
3: you lose. I've been in marathons where I'm like, "What mile am I on?" Mm-hmm. Or and I've gotten to mile eighteen, and what happened to mile sixteen and seventeen? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a little loopy. Um, yeah.
2: But so, what was it like training wise? You know, like so, if we were to go back, I mean, obviously, you've got twenty years of marathon experience. Um. What's all right, a couple of things. Okay. One, what's the biggest difference between what you experienced at the Boston Marathon versus some of the other marathons that you ran, the qualifiers? And two, um, training for the Boston Marathon. Like okay. what was it like? Like what was your what was your rhythm? Training
3: like? for Boston. Yeah. Um so in training for Boston, we kind of had a mindset of, well, we just want to finish. Like, we just want to enjoy the day mm-hmm. because we've already done the work to get here. That's mm-hmm. the hard part. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I mean, we trained well, but we didn't um, – we gave ourselves a little bit of wiggle room in the training. Um, and so um, it was a 16-week program, and we the, – the girls, my friends that – that did it with me. Um, I mean, that's that's a huge part of training. Is and as y'all know, having mm-hmm. your team mm-hmm. and this the support is is amazing. Like we had, um, I mean, we kind of had a no man left behind mentality with training. Like if we do our long runs on Friday or Saturday, and if someone couldn't run Saturday, uh-huh. and they were the only one that needed Friday, well, we would shift everything. If we could, we would shift and switch to Friday mm-hmm. to um, to be there for them. And yeah. if it meant starting at 4 a.m., we would start at 4 a.m., which I did. We did. I came awesome? into school on Friday mornings. <laughs> wow. Hobbled in here because I, we started at 4 a.m. to get in 18 or 20 miles. Um, Sheesh. So, um, yeah, there was that. And then... Um, yeah, we just, just, I mean, I couldn't have done it without them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah.
2: Now, this, so, there was an experience you guys had in the, in the in marathon the itself. or yeah. that mindset, that philosophy, that boundary you guys set up with no, you know, no man left behind. Mm-hmm. Can you share that story?
3: Sure. Yeah, so, we um, had decided before before the race, that we were going to stick together. Now, there are a couple of girls who are faster by a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and But we all decided we're going we're gonna to stick together because we're just running this. We just want to finish. And um, so that's how we started out. But we did, I said before, before the race, I said, y'all, let's come up with a meeting place just in case for after the race, just, just in case we get separated for some reason because you never know what's going to happen over 26 miles so um, but the plan was to stick together and so after we after about 12 miles I think it was maybe maybe 11 um, the two girls who were a little faster they were they were feeling good and we said y'all take off you know go ahead um, the the rest the three that were left um, we hung together for another couple miles and then we had um heather one of our friends had just come back from hawaii so she had jet lag mm. and she was not feeling it that day it was just not her day oh. um and so she said y'all go ahead you you're going to have to go ahead and oh that was a big struggle to mm. try to leave her and um so paul and i you know decided that if this were us we won't, we wouldn't want someone waiting on us if we're not feeling great so we um, made the tough decision to go ahead, um, and then so after another, so Paula and I ran together for another three or four, I think, and mm-hmm. then Paula was feeling better than I was, so I said, "No, actually, I didn't even say anything." She just took off, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which is great. She's which is what bruise. I, yeah, yeah, she just, which is yeah. great. Which is what I would have wanted her yeah. to do. She later apologized. No. I, do not apologize. I think it's great. You do what you do, need to do. And so for the next um, 10 or so miles, the two in the lead were together. We didn't know that. but right. um, And then the three of us were on our own, on your which own. was yeah. really, yeah. really yes. hard. Yes. Super difficult. Um, yeah. there, uh, so many things went through my head. I mean, so many prayers. And I thought about the kids at school. And I was like, and there were so many times I wanted to stop. I mean, that course is a beast. It's, mm. it's tough. And I thought, I cannot tell those kids at school that I quit because I ask them to do hard <laughs> things all the time. That's right. And That's I good. cannot tell them I quit. That's I have good. got to finish. Um, and then, of course, I need people are tracking me, and I'm like, oh, yeah. my gosh, I'm slowing down <laughs> yes. so much, but I don't even care. You know, I got to the point where oh,
2: man. it,
3: um, because from mile 17 to 21 is basically uphill is that the hill? Yes. and heartbreak hill is at mile 21 and i don't know if you've ever heard of that but it's like half a mile long and it's not just that it's where it is in the race you're at mile yes. 20 yeah. 21 sure. and so anyway that was difficult um but i just i got to a point where i was like lord okay don't let me die <laughs> number one i feel like i'm going to die <laughs> But please don't let me die because I didn't write any information on the back of my bib. I didn't write any of my emergency information on the back of my bib. Nobody's going to know who I am. Although, I mean, you have your race, your bib number. They know who you are. But, I mean, like I said, you get get a little loopy. And um, so... uh, and then I said, Lord, just let me. I just want the medal. I want to yes. cross the finish line. Yes. And I made it to Boston, and I want the medal, yes. the finisher's medal. Um, and so I kept trucking, walking, running, you know. Wow. um, And it, it was very difficult. It was the hardest race I've ever done. But – um, and so uh, my, at mile 24, I'm – Chugging along, barely, uh-huh. r- barely running. I was running, but I was barely running. And I hear my name, and it's Paula, who had taken off because she right. was feeling good. Who yeah. I thought I would never see until we crossed finish line, and she was not feeling great then. And she was walking, and I and there, y'all, there are people everywhere. Like in this race, it's not spread out, mm-hmm. um, it, and just the odds of finding her were are pretty slim, yeah. Uh, and so, um, we were just in tears and <laughs> so excited, and Reunited. you know. Anyway, yeah. So I was thinking, well, at least Paul and I get to finish together. Yes, she You're said, not Have alone. right. Have you seen Heather? I said, no, I haven't seen her. I expected to see her because I had stopped for a, a porta potty break yeah. at one point, yeah. and I thought, well, maybe Heather's caught we'll up to along. me. Uh, right, right. Um, I didn't see her, and so we we um, Paul and I kept going, um, and then we got into this into Boston, and we're almost at mile twenty six, and I hear my name again, and it was Heather, wow. and I mean we started crying and screaming, and, now it's the and three I of thought, you God, God. and I just thought, God, did you really do this for us? Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. Um, and so. We finished together. I mean, cross the line, cross the line together. The so if you see our and, finish line picture, you yeah. you, you wouldn't you you wouldn't know, right? That, that you had been that separated we had been for separated some. for ten miles. Mm-hmm. Um And wow. it, it was just oh, an amazing. It was it was beautiful. It was so amazing. That, that was beautiful. a sweet yeah. gift. It was yeah. a sweet gift. Yeah, that he gave us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: Okay, go back. What were your questions you asked her about the Boston Marathon? How oh, how was that?
3: Different from like, the other. Oh yeah, one? different
0: from the other ones. I wanted to go back.
2: Um, you well, mean you just the said, race you itself? Said, well, she just said, she basically I said, yeah, answered it. Yeah, it's, answered it's, it the hardest, the, it's the hardest, it's the hardest the, marathon she's ever run. Yeah, yeah. And, and just there. with the um, with where Heartbreak Hill is at the towards the end of the race, I mean, good grief! Yeah. I mean, you've already put in twenty miles. Twenty miles running twenty miles is gonna. Be, I mean, that's hard anyway. But then, when you get to that point, I don't know what the elevation gain is at that point, but I can't remember. when your body has spent that much energy, mm-hmm. um, and you have to hit that at hill that point, at yeah. that point in a race, mm-hmm. I can't imagine.
3: And the the thing about Boston too is, from one to from mile one to maybe f- fifteen or so, it's a gradual downhill Mm -hmm. there are some bumps not bumps but some little inclines but it's a gradual downhill which sounds like a breeze but it's really hard hard. on your quads because it's an eccentric um, Mm -hmm. contraction anyway that's an exercise science thing but you're you're breaking down your your muscles and then you start climbing climbing. uphill and they're already taxed and Um, so I had, I mean, I had mm-hmm. to stop four times just to stretch my quads because they were starting to lock up. I know. Yeah, and um, because of the, I think that downhill. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it, it was it was a beast. Wow. But it was it was an amazing experience overall. Yes. Um, but it was all all I, what I tell people is it was awful and amazing all at the same time. Do you
0: do you say that? You would want to do Boston again, or do you just now say there's just other marathons or other things I might want to do?
3: Um, Well, you know, during the race, I thought if I can get this finisher's medal, I will never (laughs) ever. Here I go again. I will never ever do this again. I'm gonna walk. I'm I'm never gonna even run again. (laughs) 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 I really did. I'm never running again. Um, And I will never do this again. And then it took about 48 hours. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do this better. Improve. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I know I can do this better. I and that's I'm, that competitor. I love it. <laughs>
2: that's that, that's that grit. Yeah. That fight.
3: Dig deep and figure out how to do this better. Um, so that's kind of where I am right now. We're good. We started ramping up and. Okay training for a y'all like this it's a um a race in september a boston qualifier mm-hmm. it's a one mile loop
2: yeah <laughs> okay
3: oh yeah and you, uh it's over near atlanta uh-huh. and um so you yeah you do a one mile loop 26 the times same lo- mm-hmm. so anyway that's what we're working towards right now um, so I stay tuned. Your group, is my group, the group, yeah, minus one okay. of us.
2: So do you need okay. do you need a crew to help crew you on that? If you're That'd doing a great. one mile loop, well, uh,
3: one of our but Paula did this. She used this race to qualify um, herself. Her, herself, right? And so we went and we were we were there as her support crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's helpful.
2: Yeah, yeah. because yeah. I, I had that experience um, to be able to crew for a friend of mine that mm-hmm. did, uh, it's called the Murder Mile um, I in worry. Tennessee. I think it's, the it's the Mid-State. Mid-State Mile. They they actually do a couple of races. They do the Mid-State Mile in the summer, and they do the Tennessee Mile in the winter, like in December. And um, they have different like events. And the guy that I crewed for... He did the twenty-four hour race mm. and did sixty-three miles in twenty-four hours. No, thank you. <laughs> and oh man! But, oh come
3: on! No, no. But here's what's interesting okay. about that. You I'm okay. You could do it. Well, I could, but this I don't want could. to. <laughs> this guy
2: did. This guy did the. Um, the he did a two hundred miler in Utah. Uh, so this was. I don't want to say it was a cakewalk because this this is not a cakewalk race at this particular location, but to be able he had he had his fastest lap on his last lap. Wow!
3: Yeah, it was one There's of There's something about crazy. the finish. Yeah, seeing the finish yeah. and if you yeah finding that, that finding that kick. Uh huh.
2: It was crazy. I've, yeah. Absolutely crazy. So, um, that would be awesome to build a crew for you.
3: Yeah, come on, y'all, come on out. That's something we can do. It, yeah. Uh, set, I'll have to t- September 4th maybe
2: oh so Labor Day weekend
3: oh, oh yeah maybe I'll, I'll let you know okay yeah Okay, early September okay
2: that would be awesome okay.
3: that would be yeah
2: yes we need to do that yay um, I'd love it that would be cool I'll give
3: you my list of things I need yes <laughs> yeah yes. <laughs> just kidding Absolutely. We'll, we'll have can to get do some of
2: the get salty britches
3: get salty britches yeah that'll be great uh,
2: they would appreciate it yeah mm-hmm So, last question, Lisa?
0: Oh, well, I was going to ask, um, just kind of in in wrapping up, yeah, can you tell us some things that the Lord has taught you in Scripture several times, Um, specifically Paul as a writer in the New Testament, he likened the Christian faith as a a race, um, as it talks about runners and Um, running for the prize and not aimlessly. So what are just some things that the Lord has taught you some, some spiritual truths through your experience with running and doing um, these
3: races and marathons? Wow. Um, So many things I'll say that probably about a week after um, I came back from Boston Um, you know, you're, you're still hyped up and, you know, everybody's so sweet about celebrating with you and, um, realizing that that's a great accomplishment, but it just hit me that, um, you know, this is not, how do I say this the best way? Um, even that, even though I've for regular running people, this is like yes. this is like your Olympics. This is a pinnacle, and yes. even that can't fill the hole that only Jesus can fill. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um. so uh, there's that. You know, that's. Um, and then um, I think it makes me think about. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that Tom Brady interview. Have y'all talked about that on this podcast? Uh-uh. Or is that on the Thirty
2: for Thirty? I can't ESPN remember. Deal I'll, the... I'll try to
3: find it, but um, just basically, the guys asking him, "You're, you know, you're basically the best quarterback of all mm-hmm. time. You have all these accolades. Mm-hmm. You've won Super mm-hmm. Bowls." And Tom Brady basically says he's not fulfilled, and uh-huh. I think the guy said. what would make you and and Tom Brady says I have no idea
2: and I'm thinking
3: Jesus (laughs) it's very sad um, that he just doesn't know Mm -hmm. I mean so but without that hope
0: in Christ we do we tend to go from
3: yeah, and
0: we put those levels or trophies that we need to reach
3: yeah Yeah. I mean I could do Boston a thousand times and Mm. it's still you know it it doesn't matter Mm. um so just focusing on yeah. the right thing and glorifying Christ through the gifts he's given you. Um, yes. Um, and just using your gifts well. Um, I've had a few things. And do, I mean, whatever, and... I think you need to think about like for everybody. Not everybody's going to go to Boston, mm-hmm. but figure out what your Boston is like. Hmm. What is your Boston? That's it, may good. Be, That's good. it may not be. It may not be actually going to run the Boston Marathon. Yeah, I think most people could train and run a marathon. Um, but you know, you may not get to Boston. But there is something that you're gifted to do, hmm. um, and you need to do it with excellence. Um, so figure out what that is. That's is I, what I try to tell the, my kids and then this, our students. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't compare yourself yeah. to others. Yeah. Um, That's big. He's created each of us, you know, uniquely. Mm-hmm. And I tell my art students, don't, don't... You can look at someone else's mark they make on their paper, but don't compare yours because you're completely different. And right. every mark that you make is beautiful because it's not because of that you did it. It's because God made you,
1: mm. Mm. um,
2: that's good.
3: and just, yeah. So that's cool.
2: That's a really good, that's good. What is your Boston? That's, um, that's a great question. That's something I'm going to think about. Think mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. And, and I think what, what, what you're talking about Angie along those lines is that what is the hard thing that you need to set your sights on because nothing grows in comfort. Mm-hmm. You're going to grow in the hard. That's where growth happens. And it, it's just kind of like a, like a seed. Well, if you plant a seed, that seed has to die in order for it to produce life for it to produce fruit. For us as human beings, we have to do those hard things in our lives if we're going to grow. We have to go through the hard. Sometimes those hard things are self inflicted, sometimes those hard things are the consequences of somebody else's actions. And then there are some things, like in this case, physically speaking, um, that we set our sights on saying we're gonna do that and we're gonna push our body, we're gonna push our minds, we're gonna push our hearts and our souls towards that end because it's more than just it's more than just the f- getting the finisher's medal mm-hmm. it's about what happens to us uh, as people and what happens to us internally emotionally physically mentally the holistic part and how we grow as a human being and, and how we grow as uh, spiritual mm-hmm. people um, those things, your life, when you when you finish the Boston Marathon, your life will never be the same because of what you experienced. Mm-hmm. And not because you finished the Boston Marathon, but because of what you experienced between not just mile one, but between the time that you started training, the, the people whole you were with, mm-hmm. and the time that you spent up there, started mile one, and finished mm-hmm. at 26.2. Um, and those lessons that you learn are forever and can be, intertransferable to what we do in life, whether it's being an art teacher, a third grade teacher, working with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, pastoral ministry, business, you name it, all of those things that you learn from doing those hard things are transferable to what we do every day. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I, I love the question, what is your Boston? Yeah. So now I've got to find out what my Boston is going to be.
0: And two, I think as we leave people with that, you know, think on that. Think on what is your Boston what is your heart thing? But I also think a thread that ran through what you shared, Angie, and just today, um, was having encouragers along with you. Mm-hmm. So you think of what your heart is, but also look around mm-hmm. and and be perceptive to maybe those around you that you can come alongside and you encourage them in their heart. You encourage them to go to the next level Mm -hmm. with something maybe that, you know, God lays on their heart or is challenging them with. So, um, I think that's just a good word. Let's think of what is our heart that we need to look Uh at and Mm -hmm. put as a goal. And then who can we cheer along the way and come alongside to help in their heart?
2: So one last thing angie how if if somebody wanted to reach out to you yeah. like social media right w- what's the best place to reach out to you to um, so me? I'm
3: on instagram at um the peachy pen it's my that's public cute. yeah it's my artist art instagram uh-huh. yeah, um pie. or they can email me at a sanders at w c a lions dot org okay yeah
2: all right. Okay. Well, we'll put those in the show notes. Yeah. So, so. absolutely, Angie. Thanks for joining us yes, today. Yes. Thank you. This was great. You did amazing.
0: <laughs> like a thanks. pro. She might. <laughs> you can start your own. You could start your own like a
3: running podcast. <laughs> like, that oh. is not my other boss. That She was quick with that. I know for sure that the (laughs) Lord is not calling me (laughs) to be in broadcasting or public speaking. But thank you so Uh, much for having me. We were glad to
0: have you. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for sharing the story. um, And I know it will encourage and inspire others.
2: Yes, it definitely will. And thank you guys for tuning in. We're so grateful for each of you. Uh, If there's anything that Lisa or I can pray about for you, please send us an email at of 3 at gmail.com or you can also reach out to us on our Instagram pages and we'll have those included in the show notes. Until then or until we uh, hear you or you hear us again uh, you guys have a great day great week and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Peace out.